0: fragrances that smell like skin are considered to be sexy whether it's clean skin a dirty skin or something in between as long as it has that skin tone it's a fragrance that is sexy and Aventis has made a lot of guys sexy
1: it has I've smelled I, I love the smell of Aventus. it's like that's a man I want to hug
2: welcome back to scent world a show that explores the power of expressing yourself through scent Today we're featuring Louis Cavallo, brand ambassador for the House of Creed, based in Paris, France. Creed is one of the oldest perfume brands in the world. Founded in 1760 as a tailoring house, it has spanned seven generations of perfumers, making it a truly legendary name in fragrance. They first became known for creating bespoke scents for royals and dignitaries. Today, they carry on their legacy with handmade craftsmanship and rare ingredients that culminate into timeless fragrances, like Adentis, Carmina, and Love in White. In this episode, Lewis sits down with Brittany Jackson-Moseley, who runs Integrated Marketing at Scentbird. He goes deep into Creed's history, shares an inside look at their artisanal process, and reveals the most expensive ingredient in fragrance. Get a glimpse into the heritage of the House of Creed with Luis Cavallo on Sent World.
1: Just to introduce you to the world, um, you are the brand ambassador for Creed and you've been working with the company for over a decade now. And I'm wondering if you could share a little bit of background about your experience with the House of Creed, and what you do as a brand ambassador. What's your day-to-day like, and how has that changed over time?
0: My day-to-day really involves a lot of planes. So Mm -hmm. I am the North American brand ambassador, so that means I'm in charge of North America. So that's all U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Um, And one of the things that I've been working with um, for the past couple seasons is doing consumer masterclasses. And so it's a way to uh, bring the Creed connoisseur deeper into the house, and then of course all the new Creed customers to get them to understand our fragrances and really what a luxury product is. So I do work closely with our education department and the marketing department, and of course the Creeds, uh, in order for me to be the liaison and really uh, bring the experience come to life. But it's it's really about. extending the service that we provide in our stores and really um, building that whole picture to the customer so they really understand what they're getting. And not just the the ingredients, but like really what does that ingredient mean? You know, because everything that Creed does is intentional.
1: That is so true. Like just thinking about the intention behind every fragrance, when you smell a Creed fragrance, it's really, for me at least, it's on another level. Like, I can almost smell the meticulousness, the uh, quality, the, um, you know, each of the the stories. You know, when you go into a Creed store, people are so excited to talk to you about it. And I think that sets the brand apart, that history and that passion that people who work for Creed have. And I can see that you have that as well. And I'm really excited to talk to you about it. Um so let's let's dive into the Creed history. I really want to talk to you about the history. <laughs> I know that's important to the brand and um it if I understand it correctly, Creed was actually a tailoring house in London, England originally, right?
0: So we'd never started off as perfumers yeah, and our traceable history starts in the year seventeen sixty and it all started in London and yes, James Henry Creed was a custom tailor, and a leather goods manufacturer. Mm-hmm. That was really the beginnings. And as our tailoring business grew, then Jameson's grandson, Henry Creed, he actually closed shop. He closed the store in London and moved to Paris in the year 1854. Yeah. And it was actually a pretty big deal, but not just for the House of Creed, but for the world of fashion, because we were the very first London tailors in Paris. Oh, wow. That's a pretty big deal. and. You know, French, they have their own way of couturing and tailoring, but mm-hmm. so did the English. And English fashion really took off during that time That to the point that we started get, getting more royal recognition. And we started earning royal warrants for our high level of tailoring. And then, of course, for creating exclusively custom-made fragrances. So we would make a garment for you, made to measure, and then we would make a fragrance for you, made to measure.
1: Wow. I mean, is that one of the first kind of custom fragrance experiences that anyone was providing at the time?
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't a way, you know, you couldn't go to the Creed store and smell different fragrances. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that way. We didn't have fragrances on display. You know, you would come in and then we would make a fragrance for you depending on the variables Yeah, So, you know, maybe it was the occasion or maybe you just wanted something that, you know, uh, tells people who you are, even at the beginning, you know, it was a way of expression, just like clothing. And so fragrance was just a natural, natural, cohesive match.
1: And I wanted to talk about something else too. You mentioned uh, royalty. If I can think of one word, when I think of (laughs) creed, I, I always think of royalty. Um, obviously luxury, but like, that's one word that stands out.
0: And a great example to this is that next time you're in Paris, I invite you to visit our global flagship. Yes. And there in the back room, there is a small mini museum where you can see some of these royal warrants for yourself and some of these historical relics. But aside from that, uh, the best example of bespoke is that there you'll see many volumes of sketchbooks. And these sketchbooks, if they'll, they're available for public viewing. By the way, oh, cool. they'll open them for you, and you'll notice that a lot of the images uh, were drawn in shades of red, and the reason being is because the royal families were the ones who could wear red at that time. So this is a great example of um, our our patrons, our elite patrons back in the day.
1: I've heard you say once that Creed was the original niche house. Could you explore that a little bit more with me? Um, what do you mean by that? And just share about the history of niche and uh, how Creed got that start.
0: So you know the word niche obviously mm-hmm. is a term that's really used loosely now. Um, but what really describes that? Yeah. I think now I think people have a little bit of a wrong idea of what that means. Hmm. It's not just the price. I think a lot of people put a price on that word. So right. if it's over four hundred or over three hundred, then it's a niche fragrance. Yeah, But what does that really mean? Does it mean that maybe it's a smaller house, smaller production, better ingredients, maybe a fragrance that was creative, uh, created more artistically versus, you know, driven by the masses, you know, that kind of thing? Well, so that's the House of Creed since 1760.
1: From jump. From the start. (laughs) From the start,
0: you know, um, six generations. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think our winning formula is really kind of like you said is bridging the future, but bringing everything from the past. Like we don't really bear away from that. Um, You know, everything we do it's done again intentionally yes. and very very meticulously you know for example the way that we make our fragrances can only be done through the art of millesime have millicime. you ever heard that, have you ever heard that word before
1: only by listening to you or <laughs> looking through uh, the content around creed and, and the storytelling could we explore what millesime means
0: right so the word millesime is a french wine making term mm-hmm. and what it means it means best of crop Yes. or best of the harvest. You know, I always like to use uh, like a vineyard as an example. So if you and I in business together and we have our vineyard, yeah, very vast, and maybe on this side the soil's a little richer, maybe there's some line of trees that cast a shadow over those grapes and those grapes are ever so better than the rest, mm-hmm. that would be the millesime
2: oh.
0: of the harvest, yeah, the best
1: The best of the best. Of the
0: harvest. But the art of melissime is what we refer to the the process of making a crete fragrance. And to summarize it, to make it like really simple, it's from seed to bottle. Mm. Seed to bottle. But it all starts with hand-picked natural ingredients. And so, We spend most of our time traveling and dealing with farmers and suppliers. And these are people that we've had relationships through generations just to even get these ingredients. And when these ingredients are considered to really be at their best of their quality at the peak, then they are harvested and extracted at site to preserve that quality. Then that oil is sent back to our facility in Fountain Blue, where we have our facility, our, our workspace. Mm-hmm. And once there, it just becomes part of um, Creed's uh, collection of precious oils yeah. in, in, in the perfumer's organ. Yeah. Would you and call
1: that a palette?
0: Yeah, it's a palette it, in a way, right? Because, you know, it's, you're dealing with color and emotions. And, you know, like an artist, you're, you know, you're using this. This is your arsenal yeah and and then once there, that's where the real magic begins, which is developing the fragrance and perfecting and balancing the formula. And we we work very differently, Brittany. You know, so developing yeah. and perfecting a creed fragrance can take up to five years. And we don't follow your average retail calendar, mm-hmm. So not all the time we may have a fragrance for Every Mother's season, Day, yeah. <laughs> Father's Day, Easter, Halloween, Hanukkah, Britney's birthday. Yes. You know, so unfortunately, that's not the case with Creed. You know, For example, I launched Aventis in the US uh, for the House of Creed in the year 2010. Mm-hmm. The next one for men didn't come out until 2017. So that's seven years. Wow. And if you think about the industry as a whole, that's not a pretty good business model.
1: That's not traditional business model for fragrance, right? right? It's every year, right? So you can keep people engaged in the brand.
0: Sure, well also, you know, most companies release maybe two a year, mm-hmm. sometimes three. A lot of times fragrances, especially if they're driven by these fashion houses, they represent the fashion or the yeah, idea seasons. of the runway show, the season, yeah. yeah. So, you know, consistently they're changing, but consistently they're, they're stopping production of fragrances. Right? So that's why a lot of these fragrances, they're not around anymore, because that fashion has changed. Right. And it was great then. Sometimes it's just not in fashion anymore. Um, but at the House of Creed, you know, again, that's not your traditional business model. So, you know, we're not out for—it's just a very, very different view. You know, we make fragrances that are timeless.
1: Timeless. Absolutely. That's something that definitely comes up when you think of the House of Creed, the timelessness. And, you know, you mentioned uh, Aventus, right? Launching that in the United States. That wasn't yesterday either, but people still talk about it like it was launched today. Yeah. How and- does that happen for the House <laughs> of Creed? How do you keep the magic going? How do you keep that timelessness happening? So we
0: don't decide what's gonna be a top seller because that's never the idea of making a fragrance. The customer decides. The customer will decide if you're great or not. It's great that people love us, um, but sometimes for the wrong reason. I think people should love us because these fragrances are beautiful masterpieces. It's just like their architecture, um, they're just giants. Pieces you of know? art. Yeah, pieces of art, you know, so when you're talking about the ingredients, you know, like back to the art of Millicent, you know, five years in development, You know, using the Mm -hmm. world's finest natural ingredients, you know, it's really a hand process. You know, when you, you know, I would love to invite you to come with me to Fontainebleau where you can see this like before your eyes, because it's, it's a place that most people would, they're like, what's happening here? You know, but us that were in the industry, you know, it's like magic, you know, one thing that I can never forget is the scent when you walk in and it's like nothing you can put your you, this, the words can't describe it yes. because it's a blend and a mishmash of resins and flowers, but it's really strong. The average person would walk in and walk out in reality. <laughs> you know, you have to kind of get used to these things. But for me, I, I like this kind of thing, you know? And um, and there everybody's just really working with precision, making sure that the formulation is perfect. Um, and so then you you know again you get to see these things right in front of your eyes. You know it it's a very artisanal way of making fragrances. Right. You know when you, people think about making fragrances, you think about these conveyor belts and these huge blenders and you know big
1: factories, <laughs> big factory and the
0: labels being wrapped around. I can tell you so when our fragrances are finally aged enough, then each bottle is all hand poured, hand labeled, and each bottle is hand placed in each and every box and our distinctive packaging. You know so. It's a very artisanal, Mm -hmm. very manual, uh, labor intensive. But at the end of the day, you know, we are driven by artistry and perfection.
1: Yes. And, you know, as you were saying that, I was just thinking about you know, the saying that I've heard my grandparents and my parents say, and now I'm saying it, it's like they don't make them like this anymore.
0: You know, um, we like to, say, we have an internal joke. <laughs> um, we operate in two speeds, slow and stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we live in a world of yeah. fast fashion. We do. And that's something that, you know, cannot be rushed at Hassefried. You know, specifically when you talk about ingredients, you know, some ingredients are only available certain times of the year. Right, like a May rose. Like the May rose. Mm-hmm. You know, that's only, it's hand you know, in grass, uh, three months in the month of May. Hence the name. You know, so when you're dealing with small productions, you can only also make X amount of fragrance. So mm-hmm. we're always at the mercy of nature. You know, all these mm-hmm. things you see in the news sometimes affect the House of Creed, whether it's disasters, rain, you know, all these things. You know, you, you wouldn't think that it really affects the fragrance and, and your local uh, Creed boutique, but it really does. You it does know? because so, it's real. Because it's real.
1: Mm-hmm. At the House of Creed, the fragrances mm-hmm. are real.
0: Do you know what the most expensive ingredient in fragrance is?
1: Hmm. I would guess it would be an oud. You know, something That's that, a great guess. You know, what, what is it? Yeah.
0: Tell me. So that's a great guess. A lot of people say oud or saffron. Yes, these are all very expensive, mm-hmm. but it's Tuscan Iris. Wow. It's a flower. You know, so Tuscan Iris, obviously from Tuscany, but it's not just Tuscany. It's think about the whole Chianti region. And if you go there um, during the months of like uh, March and April, you'll see these purple flowers. As far as your eyes can see, it's beautiful. However, looks could be deceiving because what you see, we cannot use. You cannot extract from those flowers, from the petals or the stem or the leaf. It has no scent for perfume, um, we need the roots, but before we extract yeah. them, they Last have root. to be really dried. So after the harvest, these roots are dried underground for three years. Three Imagine? years. Three years. So we have to wait underground. three
1: years for the Tuscan iris. Oh,
0: no, 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 no. You're
1: Oh, we're not done yet. Oh, we're not
0: done yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's only the beginning. Wow. So, And again, it depends on the season. If it's rainy season, it has to be longer than three years. But then once they're ready for the next phase, they're excavated, and then they're washed and brushed, and then with this little hand, little paring knife, little curb knife, they peel the skin, just the ever top layer, because this stuff is actually pretty valuable, so they have to be really careful. And then once they are peeled, they're set to dry in the sun another three years.
1: Okay. Let's do the math. Yeah. Three years. (laughs) (laughs) Age underground, yeah. And then there's a process, and then it's another kind of sun drying moment right. for another three years. Right. We're up to six years. That's the better part of a decade.
0: Yeah. So again, so before you know the weather played apart. So imagine mm-hmm. it. Now they're outside. Weather also plays a part. But once they're really, really dried, then they're ready for the next step, which is breaking them down. So they crush them, they beat them, mm-hmm. and they come, they turn into little pieces of like little. Little little chunks. Little chunks. Yeah. Then these chunks turn into a powder, and then the powder turns into a paste, and then we're able to extract from the paste. Right. So Tuscan Iris, because actually it comes from the earth, from underground, the roots, then it actually changes its name to Oris.
2: Yes. And so to
0: put it into perspective as far as valuable and like a dollar, so you're talking about for one kilo, about 55,000 euro for a kilo of oil.
1: And you can smell that in the Cree fragrances. That's what (laughs) sets you apart. (laughs)
0: Right. Now, but let's think about this ingredient. Let's go a little bit further. Yeah. So you have this root, Mm -hmm. right? Think about what a root smells like. Now it's underground with all that moisture. Mm -hmm. So it gets this like moldy kind of funkiness Mm -hmm. to it. And then it's excavated, peeled, now it's dried. Now it's a different kind of Smell that's more chalky, powdery, more of a dry. So the average person, you smell this, you're like, "What is this?" But the value, yeah, it's it's like no other. You know, so this is one of these one of the ingredients that we use in our array of um, really premium ingredients. You know, so they have nature identicals that you could use, right? That resemble this, and it'll be very very close, but it'll never be the same. You know, these molecules and a nature identical that have X amount of sides where a natural molecule will have hundreds of different facets. So it could give you more possibilities, but this kind of price and this kind of ingredient limits a lot of companies. Mm -hmm. I mean, even development, you can be in the millions and may not have a fragrance at the end. So you know, that's something that the House of Creed um, does. That's an example.
1: Wow. It's so wonderful. Like you had me like in the earth, just (laughs) mentally thinking about the ingredients and the fact that you know you know where they come from, right? The major ingredients in Creed fragrances um, have a signature in that. You know, I I notice when you describe the notes, it's like bergamot from Italy or a specific part of Italy, rose from Bulgaria or vetiver from Haiti. Like it has a real origin and a sense of place within each of these ingredients that um, seem to kind of be stars, right? In the House of Creed palette, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, each ingredient brings a little bit of where they're from, Mm. a little bit of that country and the characteristics that made it to what it is. Does that make sense? And so that really tells you the quality. I mean, you know, limes from Mexico are great for guacamole and margaritas, Mm -hmm. but for fragrance, you know, Sicilian lemon, it's a little bit better, a better quality. And it's, you know, with quality comes the price, you know, so it it is a premium ingredient.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I know that Creed has created over 200 perfumes. Am I correct?
0: Since the beginning? Yes.
1: Since the beginning? Yes. Not
0: everything is available to the public today, Mm -hmm. but since the beginning, yes.
1: So of those, you know, uh, and we've talked about this before, we're not, uh, the House of Creed doesn't necessarily release on a schedule. You're not like, it's January. It's time for a new Creed fragrance. Mm-hmm. So uh, most of the
0: inspirations just come from regular life. You know, a lot of our fragrances are inspired by places or just by people. It's, I mean, it's really that simple. Now, when will the fragrance be ready? I mean, as an artist, when is your portrait ready? <laughs> you know, just, you just never know. Yeah. Um, it's, I guess, when they can sleep at night. Because I think um, as an artist, you have these, these, all these ideas flowing and you change one little thing and then it just opens up many other doors. And so you start kind of exploring. You know, I, th- I think ultimately it's just when they get to that end goal. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, every perfumer has um, that vision, you know, that blurry vision of where they want to be. And I think that's, that's the thing as an artist. And I think that, that's a, the creative process. But, um, yeah, our inspirations really come from places and people. Um, the creeds have been avid travelers. Mm. Um, and, you know, one of the things that aside from sourcing new ingredients, they're always doing quality checks, um, making sure that the ingredients are up to quality. And so traveling and meeting with people, um, and they have a really good sense of the pulse of what's happening today. Yeah. And which is, which is really, um, a cool thing. Um, they know what's happening in India they know what's happening. You know, so when you're a world traveler and you have, um, you know, the world is your resource really. And that's really how our fragrances are made. It's just, you know, nature simplified kind of thing.
1: Oh, I love that nature simplified.
0: Um, I, I say that because nature could be dirty. It can be. Nature could be a little dirty, right? But, you know, um, but you can also make it really beautiful and show the beautiful the beautiful part or a magnification of a particular part of a, a petal, for example.
1: Yes. Uh, seeing the beauty in, in something um, where maybe no one else uh, who's looking at it in a different way uh, would be able to dive into and say, okay, let's make that beautiful. And I think that's kind of the story of perfumery, right? Someone had to... Right see uh the musk of a deer in a different way, <laughs> a different way. <laughs> or um a ambergris from Sevet. a whale right. in civet right someone had to kind of see the beauty in something that other people missed before and it kind of sounds like maybe um the the creators and the perfumers that you work with um for the house of creed are constantly drawing inspiration um as you mentioned inspiration mm-hmm. from travel so they probably don't turn off their, their creativity brain yeah, at all. Yeah, no, no. Mm. And
0: um, remember how we told you about this small mini museum in back of our global yeah. flagship in Paris? So there, um, there is this really nice, very chic sofa, of course, right in the center. But if you look up, the whole ceiling, it's like shaped as a like a pyramid, and it's all glass. And there's this like Gothic church that you can see there. And I know that um, Olivier likes to sit there and just kind of, you know, and in, get inspired, and uh, speaking about the inspiration and mm-hmm. the sketchbooks that you're surrounded with in this room, it was really the inspiration for our newest fragrance, um, Carmina. Carmina was inspired by um, the House of Creed's tailoring origins, and of course, the opulent women and the colorful pages that um, are in Henry Creed's sketchbooks. I mean, that paved the way to making this beautiful modern classic. And it's really stunning. Is the kind of fragrance that will take your breath away.
1: I am so excited to smell Carmina with you. Can we cheat and smell it right now? Oh, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely.
0: (laughs) And so of course, here we have your Carmina in this crimson color, kind of like a a piece of jewel. Yeah, it's a liquid jewelry in this bottle. Um, And of course, Like I mentioned, inspired by these bold, bold women, and the colorful pages from this sketchbook, and this is a little bit different than most Creed fragrances um, on our counter. What's your? Before I tell you some of the ingredients, what's your initial feeling?
1: Um, It just brings me so much joy. That's this is this is my kind of fragrance for sure. I get something that's. You know, um, there's a hint of a fruit, but it's it's like a jamminess, like a rich, like succulent fruit. Um, But it's got this smooth, maybe there's something very alluring and addictive to it. Yeah. And it's also very exotic. I Gary, think it's a very exotic
0: yes. scent. It's warm and it's sultry and, you know, it has this exoticness, like it just like take you away to sensuous locations because there is a delicious and there's a very like seductive feeling um, about Carmina. It's really beautiful. And so when you talk about the composition on the top, you have this mm-hmm. luscious black cherry with rings of golden saffron. And then you have little fireworks of pink pepper they just give it just enough mm-hmm. freshness and then it opens up and then it opens up the heart which is a very a royal Rose de May oh, yes. uh, which is the rose that centifolia rose from grass um where it's hand-picked for three months of the year in the of May the month of May um, along with warm uh, like cool and powdery violet with um with the base that's kind of kind of mysterious. There is just, a mystery yeah, to her. Yeah, there's a mystery to her, right? So, you know, but again, she's a bold risk taker. And so it's not all petals. So the base is mm. just really mysterious and it's frankincense with brush strokes of amber, Um, a little bit of myrrh and musk, of course.
1: Ooh, when I hear like myrrh, I think like ancient times, like, you know, something that's yeah. so precious that has stood the test of time and has like this glow to it. She's very mysterious. Who is she? Who like, is I she? Like, I want to know. I well, want to know this. I want to know this Carmina.
0: Yeah. So Carmina,
1: you know, th-
0: I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, so we are launching Carmina now, but my wife's had it for a few months. That's the lucky, perk. Lucky. That's the perk. <laughs> yeah. And it was to the point where she's getting stopped everywhere. And, you know, I don't, I don't say this often, but I really love this fragrance on my wife. Yeah. It just has this... I can say this, uh, sex appeal.
1: It does, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a
0: very sexy and very delicious fragrance at the same time, but it's still elegance.
1: Very luxurious. It's very elegant yes.
0: to the point that, I mean, I, I was like, after my wife, like I wanna keep, wanted to smell her and smell her and smell her. And now I'm wearing Carmina. <laughs> so now I'm stealing her compliments and she's very <laughs> upset about that. But um, this fragrance is really that. I mean, it's really made for a bold woman who is definitely... Uh, Someone iconic Mm -hmm. and someone who is uh, a little bit fearless and that risk taker, but she's chic yeah, and she's modern and, you know.
1: Multifaceted, but there's something about this fragrance that makes you want to get close to it. Like, I cannot stop smelling it. It's fantastic. I would spray this on um, my husband. I would like, I think more men should try to explore this fragrance too. Right. It smells fantastic right. on you, by you the know, way. Fra-
0: thank you. Uh, f- you know, fragrance has no borders. Yes. And that's the line. That's the thing. You know, it's... You Wait, know what... can we
1: say this again? Yeah. Because that's a... This is a mic yeah. drop. You said, what? Fragrance has...
0: Fragrance has no borders. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and the thing is, you know, I always encourage, if you're going to try a new scent, make sure you don't come with anything on. And come with an open mind. You know, one of the things that we do at the House of Creed when our customers come to our counter is that we ask really specific questions, but they're un they're very personal. It's not like, oh, do you like citrus? Do you like spice? Do you need something for an eye? that you know, that that doesn't work for with us. You know, we're asking like, what are you doing this weekend? Now nah, we're not mm. trying to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we really want to know like what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. Like, you know, what's what's happening in your life right now that's making you smile. Tell me about your kids. Tell me about your heritage. Where are you from? Where mm-hmm. are your parents from? You know, everything that makes you you. Yeah. And then we're going to look in our fragrances and then we're going to try to find fragrances with some of these ingredients that carry those little stories and then just kind of link it to your lifestyle. That way you have that emotional connection with your fragrance and to wear a fragrance in that level is much better because it really tells who you are. Yeah. And then you can wear it any time of the year. Does that make sense? I, I just think that, you know, people need to think a little bit further Mm -hmm. and it's good good to go with an open mind you know especially for men because you know um for example you know guys in new jersey they're not gonna come out where's the rose
1: yes (laughs) but they should
0: you know but we have a lot of um customers that come from the middle east they love the rose right so they look for these things because it's part of the culture you know they drink rose water eat rose ice cream so it's about finding a fragrance that really links to their lifestyle so if that's in your lifestyle that's the way it should be and so, yeah, so, you know, we need to um, kind of like erase the lines. Yes. Of uh, traditional. No yeah. Traditional fragrance and uh, just be open or be open about it. And I guarantee you'll be much happier.
1: I love that. And like you said, when you find a fragrance and um, it's easy to do with Creed because they're just so likable and luxurious and uh, signature. Um, but I like what you said, too, about how when you find a fragrance that represents you, it becomes an everyday fragrance, right? Right. That, that does become everyday because why wouldn't you represent yourself every day?
0: Right, and again, it's the way it makes you feel. It's really all about that. It's all about you know dealing with emotions. You know, And that's my favorite part of uh, being the brand ambassador at the House of Creed is that I get to travel all North America and I get to meet people that have been wearing Creed for years and I hear their stories. And then obviously all the, all the people that are new to our brand and I hear their stories and it's really nice to kind of dissect them and understand why they wear that particular fragrance because then it just, it just really makes sense. And you know, when they tell me the fragrances and I I hear about their life, then I break it down and they're like, Oh my God, that's why I love this fragrance, you know? And then, but now that I have this, but how, how can I branch out to another one Mm. that still signifies who I am? You know? So you know, we play with a lot of emotions
1: Yes. Um, at
0: the House of Creed.
1: Fragrance and emotion are so linked. Fragrance, emotions, memories. Um, it really evokes something um, inside of people. It's fragrance. Don't sleep on fragrance. I mean, obviously, if someone is listening to this, they're probably a little bit interested in fragrance. So oh, I I'm think so. Preaching to the <laughs> choir here. But, um, you know, it's kind of a gospel we're trying to spread at Scentbird. You know, fragrance isn't just something you wear to smell good. It's something you wear because it makes you feel something. It represents you or um, it represents who you want to be or where you aspire to be or, um, you know, that invisible accessory. Um, so, yeah, this it's amazing. I think Carmina is my new favorite. I know it's the newest, but I, I really I'm really digging yeah, this.
0: Carmina is definitely a fragrance to be reckoned with. Um, in the sense that it has great longevity that's something that you're going to find and you know that's not always uh, a measure of a great scent mm-hmm. because you know some, some ingredients can only be pushed so much yeah especially like a lot of citruses you know yeah. but that doesn't take away from the, their construction and their architecture you know there's a lot of beautiful light fragrances that should be enjoyed um, but Carmina is the opposite Carmina is going to leave an impression everywhere you go
1: So let's dive into um, your collection. I would love to talk about a fragrance that bears no introduction, Aventus. Um, It is one of the most well-liked fragrances, um, especially in the luxury space uh, when people think of Creed right now. Today they think of Aventus, and that's often a starting point for people.
0: Oh my God! So I launched Aventus back um, in the year 2010, and I've seen the growth of Aventus. You know, it started off as wow, this is a great scent. To it became a cult.
1: Yes, a cult classic.
0: It's a cult classic, and now it's the epitome of every man's luxury fragrance. You know, so there's a lot. Aventus has spawned a lot of children (laughs) in the sense that there's a lot of fragrances. That um try to be in that same kind of genre. You know, there are a lot of right. times when I'm in a department store smelling, you know, my usual uh, thing. And, you know, I hear, oh, do you know Aventus? It smells like Aventus. And I'm like, oh, I know Aventus very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so Aventus, yeah, you know, Aventus took the world by storm. You know, but let's not forget the inspiration because, you know, again, that fragrance wasn't made to be the number one on the planet. Right. You know, people Decided it was going to be number one, uh, but the inspiration is really all about that, and the inspiration is for a powerful man. You know, Aventus mm-hmm. celebrates strength, power, and success. It's made for that modern horseman, the hero, yeah, the hero, the hero of the story. Who is the hero anymore, right? So, everybody wants to be the hero, and this fragrance really makes you feel that way. And the name Aventus. I don't know if you know the meaning behind it. Yes,
1: tell me about yeah. the
0: name. Yeah. So the name, it's Latin. Just the A in Aventus means from. And Ventus is wind. So from the wind. Ooh. So why from the wind? Right. So if you're an emperor on your horse, the you know, the wind is on your back, driving you towards victory, making you victorious. And that's what we captured with Aventus, that winning spirit. You know, mm-hmm. so whether you are, you know, uh, CEO of a company and you're heading into this board meeting to close this billion-dollar contract, <laughs> you know, you want to have Ventus, It's going to give you that drive, that confidence, that feeling. Or, you know, if you're going to go on that first date, you know, trust me, everybody's, you know, attention is going to be on you. And that, that's that's the, the fragrance that we have created with the Aventus. And then at the same time, it's a very modern composition. It has a of pineapple. You know, in 2010, Ooh. when this fragrance came out out people they were in shock because Aventus went against the grain
2: mm-hmm.
0: fragrances weren't going in that direction and Aventus just really blew the doors out of the fragrance industry with this modern composition you have pineapple apples black currant birchwood oak moss you know and the birchwood is it's a really mm-hmm. nice added ingredient people are like well it's Kind of woody, yeah, but it's more than that. You you kind of have to, you know, get in there and understand these ingredients. You know, so birch wood, it has a little bit of smokiness, so it gives it that mysterious feel. And then the other side of the wood, it has, it's a little leathery, it's a little flesh-like. Ooh. And that's what gives it a sex appeal. You know, fragrances that smell like skin are considered to be sexy, whether it's clean skin or dirty skin or something in between, as long as it has that skin tone, it's a fragrance that is sexy. And Aventus has made a lot of guys sexy.
1: It has. I've smelled, I, I love the smell of Aventus. It's like, that's a man I wanna hug. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I have before a big meeting, sprayed on a little Aventus for myself mm-hmm. to feel like I can do this, I can accomplish anything. You know, it's like an alter ego. And then I knew nobody would know I was wearing like this this uh, this fragrance Aventus. So I I absolutely love it. Can we smell it together? Actually? Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely wear ventus sometimes on a special occasion. Just one little.
0: Yeah, and again, you know, uh, again, fragrance has no borders. It's okay for you to wear yeah. this. It's okay. Again, it's the way it's going to make you feel. So if, if it's going to make you feel like you're going to win today,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you want to wear Ventus. There are times we need to win. There are sometimes you just want to be home and hide. But this is a winner. You know, this is um, the fragrance that makes you just want to go out and tackle the world. Yes. You know, and another thing that we didn't really talk about, our, our bottles um so again you know everything with the house of creed is done intentionally and so here you have your ventus mm. So of course you have that beautiful bright pineapple on the top. It's very juicy, but think about pineapple. It's a little bit spicy. It's fresh and it's citric. So it's it's not just a pineapple. There's not just more the juice. than that. Pineapple yeah, juice, yeah. Right. So you know when you're talking about these ingredients, they have many many facets and many many um, adjectives that describe these things. So yeah, it gives it a freshness, but it's spicy. it Has a bite. And it doesn't oxidize off the skin as quickly as your typical orange or lemon. So it just adds to Aventis' power because this is a very concentrated Eau de parfum. And then it also has this night-wet freshness with those white apples. Mm. And then, of course, you have your smoky base.
1: You know, I I like to say that
0: uh, Aventis is sort of like a pineapple on a spear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the, you know, it's pineapple with an edge. It's not so... It's not so tropical, but but a lot of men's fragrances have like a bergamot or a citrus on top. And it's just so interesting when I saw that, or when you're telling me about pineapple, like that really is a a different citrus to use. And it adds a really unique element.
0: And it's not so wet. I mean, it's really, really controlled. Very, very well-balanced fragrance. And then of course the vehicle that we use Um, So let's talk a little bit about the bottle. So if you notice the shape, this is shaped and designed um, like the iconic hip flask that the horseman used to carry Uh -uh. around. And then if you feel the waistband, it has that saffiano leather feel. And that's an odd or uh, excuse me, a nod to our tailoring heritage, of course. And then it's all hand done, uh, forged in pochet glass. Pochet is one of the world's um, oldest glass makers. They've been making glass bottles since medieval times. Oh, wow, and they're our exclusive partner to make our Creed bottles. So again, you know, everything is done really intentional um, with a lot of thought behind it.
1: oh, it's absolutely so, stunning. It's like, um, I think you mentioned this earlier the the leather, the the tailoring, right? People used to spray, if I'm not mistaken, or have scented leather gloves. Am I? Am I saying that right? What there's a history of fragrance that revolves around this leather glove. It seems like there's a nod to that history with leather gloves and in fragrance in that connection with the the Creative Ventus bottle.
0: Yeah, you know, think about our fragrances as your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And these are made to ma- made to measure pieces. If you go through the journey with us, the journey of self-discovery, where we can actually help you select that fragrance, it will fit you like the best garment that you've ever worn.
1: So we've smelled Aventus, the absolute icon. Um, You know, it's still trending on TikTok, perfume (laughs) talk. People are still talking about it um, to this day. Could we also smell uh, kind of the sister of Aventus, Aventus for her?
0: So I consider Aventus for her to be the perfect counterpart. You know, so when you think about the Aventus person, Mm -hmm. this is the counterpart this yeah. is the power couple and so Aventis for her that was the inspiration is that just like Aventis for that strong modern man you know Aventis for her is made for that bold modern woman she's strong she's the the kind of woman that shatters the glass ceiling she's the kind of woman who she's not afraid to stand up for herself and more specific for others You know, she Mm. is a person who will leave also an impression everywhere she goes. You know, she has the Midas touch, you know, and that, again, that's the spirit with Aventus for her. And the ingredients are totally different. You know, they share the name and they share that same irresistible um, feeling that you have to get closer to this person. Yeah. Um, But the ingredients are totally different. With Aventus for her, you have this really lush, delicious, wet peach with green apples, it also has patchouli that gives it a structure and gives her strength. You know, so it's not a dainty fragrance. This is also very, very concentrated fragrance. Actually, it's a little bit stronger than the Aventus. Mm, um, she's
1: stronger than him.
0: She's stronger than <laughs> him. And that's usually the case. Um, and to the point where, you know, we actually have gentlemen that wear Aventus for her. Again, women can wear Aventus. Gentlemen can wear Aventus for her. Again, there's no borders. Right? It's an extension of who you are. Yeah. You know. So if you are a little bit fashion, if you're a person who's fashion forward and you're able to um, just kind of let go, you know, you can wear something that's dynamite. So this is Aventus for her. And of course you have this bright wet peach on the top that just, it's really delicious. Mm. It's, it's a fragrance that, um, it's really juicy, yeah? But not overly sweet, but it has power, it has structure. Yeah. So this is for women who um, who likes to walk with her chin, you know, with her chin up, you know, because she's in control. You know, this is mm-hmm. that Turkish rose, which that rose that's very tall and voluptuous and single. She's that single star. It's you beautiful
1: know, and vibrant.
0: She's vibrant. She's irresistible. Yeah. She's irresistible. Um, she shines. She definitely shines. Again, you know, she is the person who's going to just leave that impression everywhere she goes. She has that Midas touch.
1: I can smell the gold. Like, this smells like luxury. This smells like a person. It smells like the boss. Like, this is the person I want to be, you know? I love this so much. So another fragrance I'd love to talk about is Love and White. So
0: um, introduced to the public in the year two thousand
1: five, so it's not new.
0: We've had Love and White for a while, and over the years, it's turned to be the number one wedding fragrance. Love and White, and then of course, you know the iconic uh, white bottle. with her beautiful shoulders, um, and the inspiration is the first buds of spring that you would smell as you're driving through Provence, you know, the south of France. These little narrow roads, you know, with these these new blooms that are just you know starting to spur. Uh, that was really the inspiration, but it's more than that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: always more than that. You know, when you think about love, right? So love in white. So when you smell love in white, is a really blanche. Kind of scent. It's almost like a dream, like you're just going through a cloud. Imagine just flying and just flying through a, cra- a cloud. You know, that's that's the feeling you get. But again, you know, when I think of love, and I think many people, when they think of love, they think about one word, you think about intimacy, right? So you're talking about closeness, you're talking about just touching, you know, um, and love and white is, it gives you that feeling. And so the composition, you have this. Uh, the skin of the orange, the zest with magnolia, jasmine, hibiscus, has a very interesting ingredient, which is uh, Tonkin rice. Wow. So it comes. this rice comes from the Tonkin region of Thailand, which is close to Laos. Um, and what it does for the fragrance, it's a blurring agent. Mm. It's a little bit blurry. It makes it a little bit creamy. Think about that ingredient. Think about the taste, how... It's kind of creamy and a little blurry. So it blurs the line between the fragrance and the skin. It takes away the border. So you don't know where the fragrance ends and the skin begins. So it just brings your nose closer. You know, um, this is a fragrance. You know, I use my wife a lot as examples because she's the closest to me. You know, when I'm not traveling, I have to be (laughs) home. And I am with my wife. And, you know, Mm -hmm. um, in Love & White, there's been many brunches that we've gone to and, you know, and I'm just looking at her across the table. She's sipping on her white champagne, you know, and I'm, I, I look at her, I'm like, I'm in love with this woman.
2: Yes, you know, it's
0: romantic. She, it's romantic, you know, but it's that, it gives you that, it's that softness, you know, you're with with the person you love. There's no shouting, it's just, you know, you can be yourself, you just let go and just be in mm. love, you know, and that's the kind of fragrance that Love and White is. It's understated, But it's truly, truly an elegant scent. You know, I mentioned intimacy, but it's not in a dirty kind of way. It's just a smooth, clean skin kind of fragrance. You know, this is a fragrance that every woman should wear like on date night. Yeah. You know, um, it just has that closeness. It doesn't shout. You really have to be close to smell it, but she's always there.
1: If you know, you know.
0: If you know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you know, it's, uh, she's almost like, um, like really good cashmere, yeah. like think of like Brunello Cuccinelli, like nobody knows, there's no labels, you know, when you know. Yes.
1: Yeah? I love that. When I think of iconic women, sometimes it's like, it's not necessarily about being the loudest in the room. Right. It's about, um, how you carry yourself. And I feel like love and white is one of those. There's an intangible. But when you when you when you know, you know. I love it. So here's Love and White. And of course,
0: the initial is fresh. And just kind of let that go and just let the fragrance start warming up and oxidizing. And it just leaves you to that smooth creaminess.
1: It really is so smooth. Just
0: really soft undertones. You know, but again, you know, it's a very blanche scent. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's like it's like flying through a, through a cloud.
1: This definitely is one of my favorites. It does feel like a skin scent, which is something mm-hmm. that's talked about quite a bit. Um, but this isn't new. Creed has had this since 2005. Since this is,
0: 2005.
1: This is like a, one of the first skin scents that I smelled. Something that really does feel close to you. But it's still noticeable. People still oh, notice absolutely. it when you wear
0: it. Oh, yeah, truly. I mean, this is a, it, it's an eau de parfum, so it's meant to stay. Um, it has, again, grisolage. And, you know, we, we talked about, you know, wearing date nines, but how about the time where you're just like in a mirror, just like taking care of yourself, just you know, yeah. putting on your jewelry and just that intimate time that you have with yourself to, mm. you know,
2: to um, enjoy yourself. To enjoy, yeah, to yeah. enjoy.
0: I mean, this 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 at time, yeah. And this kind of fragrance, you know, when I wear fragrance, I wear it in two parts. I always put on fragrance as I'm getting ready. I put a couple of spritz, It just gets me into the mood. It gets me into, you know, into that feeling. Yeah. You know, it gets me happy. I smile in the mirror by myself. <laughs> you know, and everyone and should that's that time. smile in the
1: mirror at themselves. Right. By the way, this is a mindful moment. I could see you spraying this at your on your vanity and really mm-hmm. taking time and looking inward and just like, uh, there's a sense of freedom in this fragrance.
0: It's a sense of freedom, but it's also a very slow moving scent. You know, those particles are very slow. You know, again, this is taking the time for yourself or just taking time to just be with that person you love. I mean, you know, um, of course, you know, a wedding is the best uh, description of love. I think it's Mm -hmm. the ultimate. Yeah. And so for us to have this um, branded as one of the top wedding fragrances in the planet, I mean, it's. It's a pretty lovely title to have. Yeah, and I and I think it really depicts the fragrance really really nicely.
1: It's wonderful. If you guys are looking for a wedding fragrance, I know it, first of all you should have a wedding fragrance, but secondly, Love and White is an absolutely amazing choice for that. Um, it's it's perfect, and even the bottle is insanely gorgeous. And she's beautiful. Beautiful. So another fragrance that is uh, well known with the House of Creed is Millesime Imperial. I just like saying that, milisim. Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. It Milis- rolls off milisim. the tongue. <laughs> now milisim. remember what
0: milisim means. So it means best of crop or best of the harvest. So milisim imperial, best crop of the empire. Yeah. That's what's inside of milisim. Yeah. So milisim imperial, the inspiration is a lush seaside palace. Wonderful. So if you're living that palace life, of course, we have to make the vessel, the bottle, all gold. Yes, You're living in a palace, and it's a palace by the seaside, so with citrus groves. Um, so on the top, you have lemons from Sicily with some bergamot. You also have that, some sea salt that gives you that, that feeling of being mm-hmm. close to the shore. And then in the center of Millicene, you have the milliseme ingredient, which is the most expensive ingredient in the world, which is the iris root. And so it's loaded with oris. Um, and it's it's done in a really, really meticulous kind of way. This fragrance, when you thought, when you think about like architecture, this is the perfect fragrance. Mm-hmm. Because it has that level of fra- uh, freshness that everybody enjoys, but it also has a level of elegance that you would expect from a fragrance from the House of Creed. Uh, Millesime Imperial, it's another one that has stood the test of time. It's still one of our most popular fragrances globally, not just in select markets, because it's also enjoyed by both men and women. Wow, And so um, Millicium Imperial is a fragrance that should also be um, in your fragrance wardrobe. Because again, it's a fragrance that not only will make you feel great when you, from the first spritz, from those little first molecules touching your skin that'll make you smile, but also really falls into that circle of acceptance that people will love and people will compliment.
1: Yes, and who doesn't love a compliment? Like when someone says you smell good, that's the best feeling in the world. (laughs) It's one of those. it's different. You could say you're pretty, you're intelligent. <laughs> when someone says you smell good, it hits differently. And I, I would love to smell Millicene with you as well. We just spray it quickly.
0: And of course our iconic golden bottle. Yeah. So you have that burst of citrus on the top, but it's not bitter. You know, it's not bitter orange. Um, it's very, very smooth. Again, you know, talking about architecture, so, you know, every little facet, it's perfectly tailored in this fragrance. You know, I. this is, um, it's a fragrance, again, you can wear with a sundress, yes. or a gentleman can wear with shorts, or a suit and a tie. Um, this is very diverse and just super easy to wear.
1: I love that. It's easy to wear, but it's still powerful. Um, it's a, an excellent fragrance like everything the house of creed does absolutely iconic and luxurious and who doesn't love a little bit of gold on their vanity i don't know there's something about gold i'm wearing some today but it just makes (laughs) you feel like luxurious rich but also something that's very real um you know something timeless So I'd love to play a little game with you. We call Scent Connection. I'm going to name an occasion, and you tell me the first House of Creed fragrance that comes to mind for the occasion. Are you ready? Ready. I love this. Awesome. Okay. One, the occasion is your birthday party. Pure white
0: cologne. Why? Why? Pure Wet Cologne is a fragrance that is not really available in every point of sale is created. It's one of the exclusive ones from a Royal Exclusives collection. Uh, but it's a fragrance that makes me remember of being a child when I used to wear like baby cologne. Obviously, it's not that. It's in a different level. But it has, it's, a, it's a cologne style of fragrance, which mm-hmm. is really my comfort.
1: Oh, I love that. What would you wear to brunch with your family? Aventus. Aventus, the Aventus. champion.
0: I would, I would wear Aventis because to this day, you know, I, I, I try to keep Aventis out of the paws of my family. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the thing. You know, I, I, I try to be the star. Yes. I'm, I'm the eldest. I have five sisters and two brothers. So I have to be the leader.
1: What would you wear to your best friend's wedding?
0: I would wear um, Spice and Wood. Mm-hmm. Spice and Wood is the most formal fragrance that we'd wear. Excuse me. Spice and Wood is the most formal fragrance that the House of Creed makes. It's, um, it's a fragrance that, again, is from our exclusive collection and uh, not available in many, many places. But it's a fragrance that when you smell it, you think of black tie, you mm. think tuxedo, you think a really high-end event. I love that.
1: What do you wear to the
0: office? Um, to the office, it could be a couple. I could do Milliseum Imperial or I can do Silver Mountain Water silver mantle water it's like you know a fragrance that is very chic so you know sometimes when I go to the office I wear my pants a little bit on the shorter side I wear yeah. my sneakers with my blazer and so it's a very modern very great city fragrance um, and then Millesime Imperial obviously if I'm wearing a tie to work maybe if you have meetings mm. uh, because it just sets that level of elegance yeah. so it just depends on you know what, what kind of mood I want to set if I'm there to um, which one's
1: for a Big meeting.
0: Something for a big meeting, I would do Royal Oud. Royal Oud is a fragrance that's a little bit more mysterious with a little bit more character. And you know you mean business.
1: What do you wear if you need a confidence booster? Aventus. Aventus. It's the champ.
0: Yeah, Aventus, you know, no matter where you wear Aventus, someone, I guarantee someone will mention it. The cab ride to the restaurant, the hostess, the server in the (laughs) table next to you. And of course, who you're with.
1: Yes, absolutely. Last one. What do you wear on date night with your wife?
0: Ah, pure white cologne. I wear pure white cologne because she knows that's me. You know, it's the fragrance that I probably wear the least because most of the times when I wear it, I'm by myself. And it's the fragrance that I feel most comfortable in. Again, it reminds me of my childhood. um, And she knows that's special to me.
1: I love that. Thank you so much for playing Scent Connection. I really hope that people now have an idea of which fragrance to wear for which occasion and maybe just a starting point for some Creed fragrances and uh, the occasions that might be best for them. I love it. Thank you, it was so much fun. So Louis, um, after talking with you today, um, you know it's very clear that you have a, a passion and a love for fragrance, um, but I wanted to ask you specifically, what do you personally get out of fragrance and wearing fragrance? What does that mean to you? So
0: I wear fragrance every day. I'm never without fragrance. You know, I enjoy my fragrance in twofold, you know, so when I'm getting ready, I put on fragrances, at least a couple spritz, it just puts me into the mood. It gets me happy and it gets me set to do what I wanna do. And then helps me decide what I'm gonna wear. I usually start with fragrance first. And then as I'm dressed, then I put more fragrance. So the first part is really for me, then the second layer is for others, and then later throughout the night, I usually carry a small little atomizer just to refresh. Um, what does fragrance do to me? Oh my God, it's color. It makes me just it makes me function. You know, um, I can't see myself not wearing fragrance. It's kind of like living in a black and white movie. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. you know, I like to be out and about. You know, I'm a, I'm a person that you know I'm happy with life. I'm happy with life. Uh, you know, I like to have a good time, whether I'm at work or with my friends. And so it's part of just me again, you know, it's, it's very, very, it's so close to me fragrance that, um, it's something that I want to share with everyone and I want everybody to feel the same way as I do. That's why, you know, I, I always love to explore with our customers just to really see who, who they are really. And then just bring out the very best with them with a few drops of an amazing fragrance.
1: I love that. Thank you. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate it.
2: Thank you for having me. That was Brittany Jackson Mosley and Louis Cavallo from the House of Creed, based in Paris, France. Up next on Scent World, rethinking car sense with Ryan Bayless, the co-founder of Drift. For more unfiltered conversations with perfumers, visionaries, and fragrance lovers, follow Scent World wherever you get your podcasts. Scent World is a Scentbird original series produced by Flowship. Today's episode was executive produced by Maria nur produced by Mike Giordani, edited by Ramiro Gava, mixed by Alex Roses, production support by Pele Melendez. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.